0: Welcome to episode 039, Acknowledging Fear, Stress and Worry with Maria Golding. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Hey beautiful, before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to remind you that one of the things that I love to do the most with my clients who happen to be mamas is to support them and hold them through their daily experience of motherhood, whether that is unpacking and working through the mental load, whether that is healing birth trauma or postnatal trauma or depression, or depletion, whether that is unpacking trauma that has come up from their childhood mirrored back to them from their own experiences parenting their children, who of course are our most powerful reflectors and gurus. So if this feels like something you're ready to do, please reach out. I'm more than happy to offer you a free 30-minute consult and a chat so we can dig in to what you most need and how I can best serve you. Email me, claire at clarabade.com. I would be so thrilled from a mother to a mother to support you in your mothering journey. Today, I'm chatting with Maria Golding on acknowledging fear, stress, and worry, which is a really important topic, and I hope you're going to enjoy this chat. So Maria Golding is an intuitive motherhood mentor and teacher. Using the latest science and body wisdom, she helps mothers transform their guilt and disconnection to feel vibrantly alive and gorgeously wise in motherhood, along with the skills to help their child embody their own unique potentiality. She is a mother of two amazing young men, and she has 30 years professional experience in hospitals, community schools, and private practice from pregnancy to adolescence. So, this is definitely the woman to tune into when it comes to motherhood. And if you haven't yet, please do head over to her amazing website. The address is mariagolding.com, it'll be added on to. Your website there guys but have a look at her incredible content because I've already learned so much just from tuning into her work so this incredible conversation we're having today I just wanted to share before we start chatting with Maria I just wanted to share something that uh, the work that, that Maria is doing I think is just so important and so potent and I think that it's part of a greater conversation so I know that what we're talking about today is specifically about fear stress and worry but I hope that you can tune into maria's wisdom and realize that this is a a bigger conversation that's being had so that having been said let me welcome beautiful maria thank you so much for chatting with me today oh claire
1: absolute pleasure so wonderful to be here and to be with all of your mums
0: Amazing, thank you. And we eventually got there for those listening. We we had two hiccups trying to set up this call, but yes. we did not stop. We persevered because we know that this conversation needs to be had. Yes. So Maria, I wanted to start here by sharing a, a little personal story quickly because this topic is quite close to my heart. Okay. When my beautiful Soleil was born, I was completely shell shocked. Like I thought I'd prepared I didn't think I'd prepare, but I thought that I would be able to cope with whatever came my way. Yeah. What I had never factored in was a very unsettled, non-sleeping, intense personality that just mm-hmm. took absolutely everything from me. Yeah. And I, I soon found myself heading towards postnatal depression, yeah. hurtling towards it. Mm-hmm. And I remember being alone, crying in my room countless times a day. And having this realisation that I was terrified and that I was fearful and I was literally overwhelmed by fear of how to cope with her. And the realisation for me was I needed to tell somebody, I needed to acknowledge it and I needed to just say that I felt this way and say it to myself and say it to other people. Yes. And that was a massive turn point because not only did it make me feel like I could now actually regain a little bit of uh, me back and a little bit of control in a positive sense of the word but also that somebody else could start to help me too so I wanted to share that story because when we talk about acknowledging fear stress and worry it's it's it can be really deep from
1: some of us mamas can't it and it can also be just normal day-to-day stuff too can't yeah it? different it's on a spectrum of what you're experiencing and I know that that you know that transitional phase of becoming birthing yourself into a into a mother For some, Mm. it can be absolutely huge, and this can be when it's the most intense. And so just Mm. acknowledging that, yes, it's on a spectrum of um, feelings of stress generally, which we all have, it's all normal, to, um, you know, quite, to postnatal depression and and all bits in between. So, and it can happen to absolutely anyone.
0: Totally. And I think by me actually acknowledging it in such an early part, because I'm so familiar with myself, I felt like I, I had to acknowledge it so quickly. I actually think I stopped the, the tracks yeah. in terms of getting in the way of personal depression before it. Oh, you know, got well done,
1: point. well done. That you had, you know, the inner resources and the courage to actually ask for help. Yeah. Because thank you. It's really, it's amazing, Claire. I mean that you know the difference not only that it takes for you would have made for you to have got it as an early intervention. Um, mm. I just heard the, the line cracking a little bit then that's why I paused but also the mm-hmm. impact that it has on on your little one um, is when we don't deal with things earlier it has much more of a longer term impossible impact on our children so yes. it's important the earlier we get it and we can't do it alone.
0: No, we can't. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about why acknowledging these feelings is so important. We know that obviously it can stop postnatal depression, et cetera, but give me some more understanding as to why this is such a powerful thing that we need to do.
1: Okay. So other than the fact that it um, can impact on our children because um, a lot of our attachment and our connection with our child comes through um, that level of of connection through our eyes, the connection of feeling – well ourselves and um the buoyancy to be able to actually respond to our child on an emotional level if we aren't able to manage mm. ourselves and we're not able to do that in a way that's um at, at our best and so it does actually have an impact that way uh, there's mm. a lot of research actually work at one stage coordinating um a program children of parents with parents with mental illness and so that was part of that um, early intervention with mothers with postnatal depression um, and that can be just from mild depression as well. So just being really aware of that. But other than that, um, you know, I think it's so hard as mums because we're often, you know, taught that it's all about our children and we need to put them first, which is true in some ways, but not at the expense of ourselves. I mean, we're taught mm-hmm. to shove our feelings down. We're taught to put on a mask and say it's all fine and we're all good. And we've we've thrown lots of images around, you know, the yummy mummy and all successful mothers and we have lots of mothers telling us how easy it is or how well they're coping around us. So it can be really difficult to actually um, forge this new pathway into saying it as it is. And Yes, totally. And if you are experiencing um, emotions and you're not acknowledging them, then they, they're not just going to go away. You know, they, they either, what we say is either implode or explode. So that can mm. look like... Um, it builds up to a point where we just absolutely explode and be really irrational. And often mm. that's to people we love the most. Um, yes. <laughs> and it can be a seething irritability that just leaks out all the time and causes disconnection often with our partner and um, with our child. Mm. Or it mm. can implode. Sorry. Yeah. And implode is where we talked about, about um, becoming. Depressive symptoms where we just don't yes. talk about it, we stuff it down, but it, it shuts down our life force energy, it shuts down our spark ability to mm. be present true. with our child, with life, and we become more and more disconnected and lost um, from what's meaningful to us and other people around us who can help. Mm. So,
0: yeah, yep, it's I've been points, there. <laughs> I mean that it's really interesting listening to you talk about the explosion part of things because you know to the other side of the the story that I've gone through over the last 19 months is that um I got I got past the fear stress and worry of the beginning and kind of found my groove in parenting but then sleep deprivation with my non-sleeping child for 19 months has taken its toll and just recently I've noticed the the exploding side of things so I've got past the imploding as you described the exploding thing started to show up I was getting irritable with my husband and there's a disconnection between he and I recently Mm. and this kind of leads me into my next question because we realized that we actually had to sit down and acknowledge all these emotions that he and I were feeling separately and and together and we've had a massive massive shift since acknowledging these emotions in terms Mm. of reconnecting however it's not, an easy, it's not an easy thing to do. It wasn't an easy thing to get to that point. Like we didn't just have one bad night and then everything got hunky-dory again. This has been going on for a couple of months, towing and froing. Yeah. It's taken a while to get to that point. So help me and the mamas listening understand how can we faster or better or more effortlessly or with more grace acknowledge these emotions and not get to that point where we are eating into our relationships and breaking ourselves down how do we do that how do we become better at acknowledging these emotions and feeling what we feel yeah and and that's
1: you know it's 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 a practice to be able to do it and as you said Claire it doesn't just go away it becomes part of almost a rewiring of how you do things Mm -hmm. and um, so it is a practice. I can talk about really mild things that we can do, like things that can make a big difference. and then mm-hmm. um, I then you know talk about whole embodiment practices that we do as a practice every day. and so and that's something that um, mums get when they are they opt in on my website they get that the embodiment practices. Yeah. so that's a whole detailed um, training. but actually, what we can do is just the, the first part is awareness so just to go oh my gosh I'm feeling angry or oh my gosh I'm feeling sad you know it's actually just going how do I feel and actually stopping and really listening to ourselves um what I find is a good segue into this is just to know that on um, the practice of just taking a big deep breath and just going yes oh wow I, you know, just giving to myself in the breath and just pausing instead of like going, normally I'd react but I'm just going to hold back and pause and just go instead Mm -hmm. of my usual pattern of going, oh, whatever, you know, outwardly, you know, angry Mm -hmm. tones or inwardly um, shut down, I'll actually go, oh, wow, right now I'm feeling this. I'm taking a breath. I'm noticing my breath. Right now I'm just going to be here right now and notice how I feel, and then bring some, like, kindness to myself, like, oh, it's okay to feel that way. I don't have to do anything with it. I don't have to. I just have to be with it. And yeah, so that's, that's how children are, That's how we are as children. Like, we let our emotions just move through us like waves. And instead of um, shutting them down, we just let them be as kids, you know, like we'll cry and we'll scream or we'll, you know, or we'll just be however joyful or whatever it is. <laughs> and, um and then it's just gone, right? We haven't shut it down. Yeah. Just expressed it. We've let it be there. We haven't judged it. It's just like, oh, that's what it is. And so mm. what I notice is that in our society has taught us to tolerate certain feelings and worries and responses to worries and other feelings are okay. And so what we might be doing is skipping some of those feelings that are more difficult, such as anger and shame, mm. uh, fear, and just to go it's okay to start to let the door open to these i can turn the volume down when i need to i don't know, it's not going to hurt me it's just feelings and yes. i think we've been taught to be scared of them but in actual fact the more that we allow them and start to recognize them and know that we all have them even when the even the the mothers that seem to have it all together you know that's not true we all have them and so true Yeah, and just to go, well, the more I do that, not only am I helping myself feel less bogged down and heavy, I'm actually lightening myself up, not only that, but I'm also starting to learn about feelings, which is absolutely so important for my child's um, development, my child's emotional intelligence, and for my child to feel confident and free and expressive as they grow older.
0: Mm. so spot on I just love that you said the question how do I feel and I think if we were all just to, to make sure that as a a given every day we asked ourselves that question at least five times a day that would in, then encourage us to tune into those feelings wouldn't it that we just became yeah. practiced at asking that question yeah, because if you ask you can't deny what you're feeling it's there and you have to feel it yes but we don't ask
1: do we no, no. And if we had a diary, we could write it down. If we if we could have a partner, like you know, another mother that you could just go. I'm just doing this practice together. Let's just say how we feel, and um, who knows where that might lead to in discussion. Should be great. Um, mm. It would be nice to actually instead of just talking about you know what super superficial stuff and I know we don't go deeper than that but like just a little bit more you know into what's real what's real what's really here if we could just almost have that as a practice like let's just talk about you know every time we chat we just talk about how we really feel and we don't have to go right into it but let's just even if we just acknowledge it and then go okay I, I see you I hear you and you know I love that you will share that with me thank you Yes. Beautiful. I think it's, you know, this, this story
0: that I was telling you about my husband, if I look back at the situation, I, I remember multiple times just sitting there, staring at him and just saying, just give me a moment. I'm just trying to understand the feelings I'm feeling. And then from there I was able to articulate to him what it was that I felt I needed or I was lacking in or we were lacking in or whatever it was. And very quickly over the space of three days when we were working on this, I, I we came to a solution because I was able to articulate the feeling that I'm feeling is this and therefore the solution I feel is this. Whereas before it was just because I wasn't actually tuning into my feelings, I was just letting my feelings overrun me and be emotional. And I think that's that's different, isn't it? Acknowledging fear, stress and worry is different to just being controlled
1: by your emotions. Yeah, it's, it's like um, feeling them and then letting them run their course. Sometimes they are big feelings and they do need just to run their course. Mm. And they really need to just empty out. Maybe there's been a big bottle up that needs to happen. And so it's okay. But you can turn the volume down and still keep doing everyday things. Yes. Um, and But the other part is your behavior, so your reaction to it. So it's how do I react with those feelings? And that's the patterning that we get. We adopt patterns of um, shutting down, shutting people out, patterns of exploding, saying things we don't mean, all those things, yeah. it's different from the feelings. Sitting with and being with feeling is very different from the reactions, so it's really yes. more the first that um, I'm talking about when you can sit and tolerate that and just let the patterns that normally happen not happen so much. It's hard to break patterns, yeah. so it won't be perfect straight away at all. Um, and it's in fact, it's never perfect, but it's just around changing it up when we just sit and yes. allow the feeling and then just you'll notice that you don't need to react as much and you take a breath and that helps the feelings ride through and then you take another breath and just stay with it and sit with it and you'll find that if you sit with and relax with feelings, they move through and they change into something else and sometimes yes. they might change into another, you know, that might change from like the surface anger, might turn into and deepen into sadness. Yes. And sadness might turn and in deepen into something else. And then if you stay with it and just let it be and let it ride through and, and just know that it's okay and you're safe, I'm safe, that it's my feelings, then you'll find that eventually when you drop deeper and deeper into it, and sometimes you need professional help with this if it's too much, then you'll find that underneath all of it is really the essence of who you are, of who we all are at our core. And, and that Ooh. is stillness and the peace and the beauty and the joy and the love that we all are at our core. Gosh, that's so beautiful. I just
0: feel so loved just listening to that. Mm. That's really special. I think that if we can all identify those negative patterns, like you said, and sit with them and not let them just run our lives and actually kind of become more of that observer rather than, you know, being run by it all, there's a lot of change that just naturally
1: happens just from that, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely, Claire, and I know that your meditation practice and I know you teach that is um, Mm -hmm. absolutely helpful to get into that as well, you know, when we put in our daily practices and, um, you know, just the breath in itself is um, a mindfulness meditation. So if mums feel that that's a place to start, that's fantastic. Mm. I mean,
0: my meditation practice, the reason I'm so passionate about sharing it is because when I kind of came out of that little fog I was in early days, it was a realization that my meditation practice was no longer negotiable. It couldn't be because it was the thing that allowed me to sit with feelings and to process them without being in that reactionary state and to actually move through it and become conscious through it and learn from it as opposed to be, being again controlled and, and suffocated by those emotions. Yeah. So I had this meditation practice beforehand that just bolstered my life where here it was now a lifeline. And that's why I'm so passionate about mamas meditating because it's not just a nice thing to do. I feel it's integral to you as a woman and therefore as the, the woman guiding your children. Yeah. It's, it's That stillness is so, in, so important. Yeah. Yep,
1: very, so, very much so. Um, yeah, and I'm not sure how you do that or, you know, what the mums are doing out there and there's so many different ways to approach that and, you know, I mm-hmm. just, I love that, you know, you, you do, you teach that because I agree, I think um, it's when we don't take the time to witness and see what's happening then we are just running in a react- reactionary mode, and we're never really sitting back and seeing the big picture and observing ourselves and making the changes. And you know, motherhood itself, I believe, is the biggest opportunity to become more of who we are. And this is part of it. This is what we're exactly what we're talking about is a process of becoming more of who we are and putting in those practices that are going to help us actually do this. Yes, hundred percent agree.
0: And because ultimately. obviously we're focusing on on ourselves here but ultimately this is directly affecting our children as well so i want to ask you a few questions about that because to me there's a direct relationship to when i acknowledge the fear stress and worry for myself and to my daughter to how she acknowledges her fear stress and worry so can you help us get a little bit more understanding on that how this affects our children
1: yeah absolutely so as I said before, look, Take the self-care for ourselves in that way helps us to be more emotionally um, intelligent and available mm-hmm. because we're actually um, expressing and being that ourselves. And what we know is that children, children are more their brains, actually they respond more to what you, how you are than what you say, particularly when they're really young. So they're actually getting a lot of not there's a lot of nonverbal communication and that even includes tone and presence. And so you'll notice that when you're able to tolerate and be with your feelings and be congruent with that, so you actually, you know, say what it is without actually putting it on the child, but actually, you know, saying how you feel or and just being with that, and practicing being with it and practicing not reacting so strongly and negatively, Um, your child is picking up all of that so much more than what you say. And so Mm. that in itself is helping their brain wire up to to actually understand what feelings are, make sense of them, and then they understand themselves, particularly when they're really young, what feelings mean to them and what that looks like and what you do with them. Yes. it's really imperative yeah it's really imperative and then that also then um when they have that ability to understand their feelings and emotions then they know from you as you take your breath and you turn the volume down and you and you be real with it and you learn to regulate yourself with it then they learn how to do that themselves too then that means and then they can actually um, have that level of understanding and also that means that you're connecting when you're having the big feelings and you can tolerate them. It means you can have the um, the big negative feelings. It means you can have the big, you know, the deeper love and the higher excitement and all of those, like the real higher feelings. When you can mm. tolerate the big negative, you can then go to the more juicy um, you know, Good stuff, connected stuff mm. yeah, which is so delicious. So, when you can do that, then you're able to actually really meet your child where they are with that as well. Because, I mean, we know they're pure love, right? They can, that's where they come, they come with so much more joy and love because they haven't been, had layers of been shut down. And so, we can meet them there too. And so, it helps them stay open and alive in their beauty. Oh, <laughs> ah, someone's coming home.
0: Yes. <laughs> hey mama, sorry for the yeah, introduction. No. I've got my little my little girl just has arrived.
1: Mama. Hi no. mama. <laughs> so we're just talking about that beautiful greeting, like the excitement of connection. No,
0: it's her favourite moment, all the mamas out there listening, her favourite moment when she comes back from being out with a nanny to see me sitting at my desk working and she runs and gives me a big cuddle. <laughs>
1: gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. So that's, Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. No, no, actually this is perfect because it's it's actually giving us an example of what we're talking about. So it's really perfect, Claire, and that you're able to, um, you know, move towards her and still allow this to be a learning for the mums. So thank you. Oh, well, yeah, the world the world doesn't stop for her so (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, and and we can can wait right because you've just given us such joy from witnessing that so we can wait oh thank you yeah Yeah, she's she's making me smile and I (laughs) speak that's beautiful (laughs) yeah so yeah so basically when we do that and we can we can um we're learning about how to manage our own emotions we're learning then how to respond to it allowing our children to learn the same thing which then allows them to stay open and Mm. open to their joy and their beauty and their realness, the big feelings of excitement and the difficult feelings and being real with it, which means that they don't then get um, heavy with shutdownness, right? And they don't learn um, inappropriate ways of expressing it. The learning appropriate ways from us, which means that then they then they can be more connected to us. They can be more connected to other people. They know how to bring more um, compassion and kindness to others because they understand um, and can really meet people where they're at. And we need more of that, don't we, in this world? Yes. Yeah. So they grow up like knowing and liking themselves. They grow up being able to be good in friendships. They grow up um, having good self-esteem and confidence, and they grow up being leaders in our world because. They have the emotional intelligence, which is foundation for then intellectual learning because the brain develops from the bottom up, body, then emotions, so the body-centred stuff, um, the, the emotions, and then comes up to the higher intelligence where we learn all our, our academic stuff and all that learning there. So if we've got the emotional component really stable underneath, it's much um, the brain is much able to develop the other pathways with, yeah, it's more able to then reach its peak.
0: Yes, I love that. That's fascinating and just really makes me feel even more inspired to follow that intuitive feeling to, to nurture her with love and to focus more on that than feeding her information at this stage because clearly you've just explained the way that it works. Yeah. But body to emotion to higher intelligence.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've had so many mums that are, you know, using these practices now and... I just going, oh, my gosh, it's just changed my life. It's changed the way my child's reacting. I had no idea that behaviour would change when I changed. Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: wow, yes, 100%. I mean, I see the days when I'm frustrated and I'm exhausted and flat and irritable and I'm tense. I can see that she's the same and I can see how that affects her behaviour. They're powerful mirrors, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, Marie, I feel like I could talk to you for another four
1: hours. <laughs> another time, yes. <laughs>
0: yes, another time. I've already got ideas brewing of more things I want to talk to you about, but mm-hmm. another time. Yeah. Before we wrap up, I'd love to know if, this is a big question for you and it is for most mamas out there, but if there was only one piece of advice that you could pass on to new mamas or, you know, what, not new mamas, just mamas in general, there's one thing, maybe it's the first thing that comes to mind today, what would that piece of advice be?
1: Okay. That's actually easy for me. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) So what I would say to all of you mums is that the biggest piece of advice I would give is actually to take the focus off your child and onto you. Mm. Whoa, that's like. (laughs) (laughs) And, and then you're going to do a dance of doing both, right? But if you're just, if you're just focusing on your child and not yourself, Then nothing's going to change from what you've said when you were a child I'm going to do it differently when I'm a mother if there's any of that story going on none of it's going to shift unless you start to focus on you also we can um without even realizing it avoid the stuff that's going on for ourselves and just um by just over focusing on our children so um and It's really the change is not going to be about what class your child does or the extra um, things you buy them or any of that. It's going to be actually the change that happens in you. Mm. So if you can spend any time or money or bring attention to your personal development, you becoming more aware of yourself, you up-leveling yourself, bringing yourself more um, time, buying yourself more time to reflect, getting some support in whatever way. But I mean in that, in that way that, yes, beautiful nourishment for yourself if you need body treatments or whatever. But if not that, just, you know, as clear teaching meditation, learning meditation, um, learning about how your, how your mindset, how you can help with your mindset, your feelings, getting some emotional support, any of that sort of self-care. Mm, um, yes. Learning how to take those, be mindful, mindfulness. That is going to be extraordinarily beneficial for your child, way more than anything else that you do.
0: Ah, one hundred percent. And I think I think that was just the best piece of advice ever. Focus more on you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what I'd like to to end here is is in saying from what I've learned so far from you is that it's not about being perfect and not having fear, stress, or worry, but it's about acknowledging it being true with those feelings and therefore teaching your child to do the same. And in you acknowledging that fear, stress and worry as a mama, you're you're caring for your emotional well-being. And yeah. I really wanted to stress that because I don't want people to finish this call thinking, okay, so I need to be a perfect mom that never fears.
1: No, no, no. It's about embracing your fears. It's about yes. embracing this as being human. It's like mm. we're just being human. And and at the same time, it's not to scare our children you know, we need to be protective. It's about and saying, look, yeah, I feel like this and it's okay, we're safe. Yes. But exactly. I just want to bring that in, it's okay, we're safe. Because our primal need that our child needs is to feel safe. Mm. So you're just oh. concerning about what you say to your child but also being real. And if you need some adult support, take it to the adults. It's not your child's job. Yes. Yeah. Mm, beautiful,
0: Maria. Thank <laughs> you so much. I'm sure that... We are going to find a way to connect again in the future because there's lots and lots of amazing things that I'd love to dig into with you. So I'm so grateful for what
1: you've shared with us
0: today and all of you that's come through this call. So I bow to you and everything that you're doing.
1: Oh, thank you, Claire. Thank you so much. it been such a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much. And yeah. mothers, please connect with Maria at mariagolding.com. I think you're going to love Love her work. Thank you so much, Maria. Have a beautiful afternoon. Thank you, Claire. You too. Right. Bye, everyone. I know that that was an epic conversation. I know that you are probably sitting with all that Maria has shared and with her beautiful essence and energy and just feeling so held and hopefully inspired and hopefully acknowledged as well. It's always an honor for me to have you listening in to One Woke Mama. And as one mother who is on the path to work, I hope that you will continue to wake up with me too. Much love and light to you.